0: Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to the Unlearned Podcast. This is your host, Ruth Abigail Smith, and I am really hot on this mic, so we're going to step it all the way back. Hello, everyone. It's Ruth Abigail, your host of the Unlearned Podcast, Um, and you have entered once again into Freedom Fridays, which is your opportunity to hear from me or me and one of my friends about what we've unlearned this week and how it has made us more free. And today, (laughs) who we have in the house is... (laughs) Y'all, my best friend, Jaquita, hey. came all the way from the South Carolinas. The South Carolinas? <laughs> came all the way from the South Carolinas just to be on the Unlearned Podcast. What's up, Quita? What it is. Hey, friend? Hey. Man, this is good. I've been looking forward to this for a while. We were going to do this virtually, but... I just don't think that would have worked. Something
1: about the in-person for us, you know? It,
0: it's, it's better.
1: Back where we began. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Back where we began. Oh, man. Okay, so just so y'all know and are aware, this is going to be a, uh, it's a conversation. It's going to be a living room conversation because she has li- literally been in my living room for the last three days. Three days, yeah. <laughs> um, and so... We are just going to talk, and really, before we get started, I would love for her to introduce you to the version of her that the world gets. Um, She is a graduate of Firm university with me, F you one time. Go then! Yes. Um, And she then went on to school, unlike myself, (laughs) um, and did other things. Conceived my education. (laughs) Yes, I did. (laughs) Tell the people um, a little bit about you.
1: Hey, everybody, what's up? My name is Jaquita. The que is pronounced like queen. OK, uh, all right. <laughs> Listen, the people need to know, OK? Uh, I, After leaving the amazing Ferman University, I went to Vanderbilt Divinity School, where I got a Master of Divinity degree, specialized a lot in campus ministry while I was there. Really found my heart for working with young adults. Went on to work in nonprofit for a few years before I landed firmly in higher education. Started off teaching college skills and freshman seminar class. Then I moved to student affairs. I became the director of campus life at Greenville Tech for three years. And now I am at the amazing Clemson University. Go Tigers! (laughs) As the director of student involvement, where I get to continue working with uh, youth and young adults. And I'm also a minister in my church, where I also work with youth and young adults. And it's been an amazing ride here, man. 36 Mm. at the
0: Mm. It's been fantastic. Mm. <laughs> mm. Wow. So yeah, she's obviously smarter than me, more sophisticated in a lot of not ways. Not at all the truth. She has um, you know, more pedigree, all the things. Not at all the truth. And you always want to get a best friend who does more than you. Because it makes you uh, <laughs> it, <that's laughs> it makes you look makes you look better. Anyway. Liz. Um, make each other look better. Okay, so Quito, we were talking earlier about uh just things you have been unlearning it recently, um, yeah. when it comes to who you are, and we've known each other for almost Sheesh. twenty years? Almost. 18? Yeah, eighteen? Is it eighteen years? years? 18. We're a full grown
1: adult now.
0: Ooh, we our, are our have, friendship is a full grown yeah, adult. Um, our friend Joy said um, our friendship is uh, college age. So we have a yeah. college we have, we have a college, college kid. Yeah, yeah. So um, so We've known each other for a long time. We've been walking life together for a long time. For sure. um, and so, you have talked a lot about even before now, just this idea of hiding yeah. and like your struggle with really coming into your full self. Yeah. What 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 what's going on there? Well, you know what's really interesting is.
1: It's so funny that I'm unlearning hiding as a five eleven mm. black woman. You know, like I am not. <laughs> I in nowhere in my life have I actually been able to hide. Mm. But it's always been my intention to not be seen and to not be noticed. Mm. And you know that was really birthed out of insecurity. I can almost name you the moment wow. that I began hiding. It was a moment in high school where a friend wanted to introduce me to his girlfriend Mm -hmm. and she said, no, I don't want to, I don't want to meet her. She looks too intimidating. Mm. And I, the way I enveloped that into my sense and my understanding of who I was. Mm -hmm. And I started trying to minimize my impact on people because Mm -hmm. I didn't want to be seen as too much or intimidating Mm -hmm. or feeling like, I I wasn't approachable as a person and then rethinking that made me rethink, okay, well, what does it mean to be a woman? What does it mean to be a person that's enjoyable to be around? Mm. What does it mean to be a person of impact? It meant that I had to be lesser. And so, you Mm. know, I think since that journey in high school has been, a lot of unfolding mm-hmm. what I had enveloped at first has been a lot of unfolding that mm-hmm. um, and then first realizing, re, refinding myself and then finding value in what I was finding yeah. and then living fully in that. And I think that uh, here recently I've had to say, OK, Jaquita. We can't hide in the folds anymore. Yeah. Mm. You know, we can't hide in the folds of what does this person think or what does that person think. We can't hide in the folds of what somebody else might, what them living fully in their purpose might look like compared to me. Yeah. We can't hide in the folds anymore, and it's it's actually tougher for me than it than it may seem sometimes. Mm. Why? Uh, because just like the same way that 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 particular person said that. I was, quote unquote, intimidated, which if you know me, I'm not,
0: but, you know, <laughs> not like, even a little bit, <laughs> you know, yeah.
1: like I tell people, listen, I'm gentle giant over here, <laughs> um, but just, just in the same way that I allow that person to impact me, there's still a fear mm-hmm. of what people will say if I'm fully myself, okay. that it okay. won't be accepted. Um, and so it's been hiding, becoming smaller because that feel trying to be manageable mm. for people, like giving them what I feel like they could manage of me, um, instead of being big, bright personality, instead of going out and absolutely killing it. Mm. I remember, you remember, like, like I'm maybe when I was in Vanderbilt, mm-hmm. I would tell people to not say I was I was smart. Like yes. people would be like, "Oh yeah, you're really smart." Yeah. I'm like, "No, I'm not. Yeah, no, I'm not." Because that was another way I did. I wanted to be manageable, and when you're smart, to me, it began. It it would be, "Oh, she's too smart." You know, she's too this or too that. So, so. I
0: wanted to know, like, what that's good. I want to know, like, what um, what examples, what examples you have of you hiding where you know you were actively being smaller than you really could have oh, I been. think the
1: best example is the fact that I got a Master of Divinity in 2012 mm. and waited seven
0: years <laughs> before I got licensed. That's a great Yeah, one. before yeah.
1: I got licensed at my church. Yeah. And it really was because I just didn't feel good enough. I was waiting on the Lord to make me good enough and then wow. I mean anybody else have been like girl oh, you could have been up here you know living in the fullness of your call but for me I was right, waiting for the right moment and it took the Lord literally telling me it's time for you to get up off the bench yeah like you're already on the team yeah you know you should be on a court playing you right. should be actively pursuing things in ministry you should be actively out here doing things and not that I wasn't I was involved in campus ministries I was Creating campus ministries, Mm -hmm. you know, but again, hiding because I wanted to do those things where people weren't really paying me any attention and where the line bite wasn't on me. I wanted to do it under the cover of, hey, I know I'm over here doing something impactful, but I don't want anybody to know about it. And so it took seven years for for the Lord to say, get off the bench for Mm -hmm. me to say,
0: you're right. (laughs) Here's what's crazy, though. Even though you wanted to stay behind the scenes and like, I'm doing all the stuff I want nobody to know. Everybody knew, I know, like it was I like, know. dude, like everyone saw you, but you, yeah, you know, no, no, no. and and I think, I think that's the you know, that's what I can remember is like, Queen, you're doing all this stuff, do you not see it? We see it, you know. Well, see, I didn't,
1: I didn't at the time, I didn't see myself like that, yeah. I, I saw myself, I remember saying things like, I felt aimless like I felt like I wasn't giving because there was always this imaginary voice inside of me saying they're not gonna like whatever it is Mm. that you have to present and I think I was also at a point in my life where I was trying to become a copy Mm. of the people around me that I felt was successful right and so you know like I was told that hey you need to be grinding like me you need to be pushing like me like you need to look a certain way right. in order for everyone else to believe that you're fulfilling potential. And I was trying my best to do that, but on the inside I was becoming miserable, mm. you know? And so I, I had part of me coming out of hiding was realizing that the only thing that would help me to live in my authentic self was to be an original and not a copy. Mm. And I think I was telling you earlier that, my very first job out of high school. Yeah. You know, I, I never got to work in, yeah. like, the fast food service yeah. or anything like you
0: that. Had a, you had such a fun job. Like, yeah. Was I was, so like, fun. an yeah. office assistant <laughs> for the board
1: of trustees office at a hospital. Man. You know, so, like, I was, like, oh. I had to go buy, like, professional clothes <laughs> and, like, show up every day Yay. looking like I, like, worked in this board of trustees office. And this was the summer before I went to Furman, and I remember um, Ronnie, my supervisor at the time, she would hand me things to to make copies of, Mm -hmm. and she would put a big pink post-it on the original, and she would tell me every time I made copies, do not lose my original. Mm. I don't care what happens in the copying process. I don't care what else happens. Mm. Don't lose my original, bring my original back to me because I need to know what the original was. Mm. And I just think about how through my life, how I tried to copy this and copy that and how I tried to become what I thought God and people wanted me to become how in the end I came to a season where God said bring me my original back Mm -hmm. bring me my original the thing that I stamped when I sent it across the Gulf. the thing that I I placed inside of you the things that I called you to the personality and the gift sets and the anointing and all of the things that I put inside of you bring the original back Mm -hmm. and I had to realize okay some of these versions some of these pieces of me are copies Mm -hmm. And there are things that I tried to imitate because I thought that that's what was good. But I had to learn to make the original good. I had to learn to stand in the original thing that God sent in the earth and allow him to build that because God doesn't work with copies. Uh He only works with originals. He doesn't want your imitations. Uh He wants the authentic original that he sent. And so the more I started surrendering to God, and the more I became okay with being an original, mm-hmm. the more I was able to stop hiding because I was like, the original is good enough. I'm sorry if you don't like this about it or that about it. And yes, I'm working on this and I'm working on that, but I have to stay the original because yep. that's what God is looking for. Yeah. He's looking for the original things that he put inside of me. And, you know, life circumstances, you know, different relationships, getting into different um Uh, circumstances can cause you to begin to copy something that you may have seen in the world or that you've seen in your friendships or that you just picked up. Yeah, yeah, just pick up up stuff. But you got to get back to the original.
0: So can you give a, a concrete example of for you? What was a copy? Mm-hmm. And then what's the original?
1: You want to know what's so funny is that, you know, we're, we're, we're so different. You use words like concrete and, you know, make it real for the people to quit. Make it practical. And I'm sitting here like, oh, let me tell you about all my theories and ideas. And she said concrete. So concrete example. Um, you know, I would say even just personality. You know, I am very extroverted. I am very much... I can be free spirit and not free, you know, I'm not free spirit, I'm pretty <laughs> pretty regimented in my morals and values, I mean, yes. but I can be, I can be a little, you know, loose on time mm-hmm. and responsibilities. Uh, I'm not practical, yeah. you know, but there was a time where mm-hmm. I thought that I had to like produce, like I saw other people mm-hmm. producing. Mm-hmm. And so I started a blog because of that. Like I remember I was told that I wasn't busy enough. Huh? And so I said, huh. <laughs> Well, let me get some business about myself. And so I started a blog and I was like, oh, I gotta write in my blog. And it wasn't that I wasn't supposed to be a blogger. It's yeah. that I was doing it with the intention of becoming a copy mm. and not doing it with the intention of, I want God's glory. To be seen and what i'm doing and in who he's creating me to be yeah um so i would definitely say it, it's been a lot of issues personality wise because i'm an extrovert so I'm surrounded by a lot of introverts. sure sure you know i'm bright charismatic you know and i'm big personality and everyone didn't always appreciate that yeah and i didn't appreciate yeah. that Yeah. you know and so i i tried to again fold it over and yeah. hide in the folds of, okay, well, they don't like it when I sound like this, so fold it over. Mm. And they don't like it when I'm, you know, big, bright energy, so fold that over. And then when I got, you know, honestly, it was my career that started opening mm. that up for okay. me because I got in student activities and they were like, you're perfect for us. Mm. You know, mm. like, you're great here. Yeah. You know, like, what didn't work, what might not work in corporate, what might not work, you know what right in a bank or working at a hospital school is perfect. Right. And so um, I, I definitely am learning to live more in that, especially as I do more motivational speaking and, and learning how to like encourage other people to be fully be themselves while still growing and navigating, you know, who they are. Mm-hmm. not changing who they are, mm-hmm. but growing and learning in who they are.
0: So you've been unlearning hiding. And that's a process. You wouldn't say that you were done, right? No, not at all. So, but as much as you've already done, talk about what it's like on the other side. Like, what is it like being free from the um, feeling, the need to be a copy, to hide, to not be um, yourself?
1: You know what? It's so funny because all the affirmation that I felt I needed like while I was hiding, I was waiting on someone to tell me I was good enough mm. while I was hiding. And, and, and I was always there was an internal mechanism saying that when somebody says you're good enough, you'll come out of hiding. Mm. And when mm. I told myself yeah. that I was good enough yeah. and I came out of hiding, when all that affirmation came afterwards, Yeah. I didn't need it. Yeah. You know, it was nice to hear. It was good to hear, you know, but I wasn't depending on people to be the fuel that pushed my vehicle forward because I had learned how to intrinsically motivate myself, to intrinsically tell myself, Jaquita, you're good enough, Mm. to intrinsically tell myself, Jaquita, your gift is needed, to intrinsically tell myself, Jaquita, there are people waiting to hear your voice, waiting for you to show up in the room waiting. And that began to be the thing that propelled me Versus when I was kind of hiding and waiting. Yeah. Because hiding really is waiting. Yeah. Like when you play hide and seek. Yeah. There's somebody doing a countdown. Right. Waiting to come and you're you're literally hiding waiting for someone to come find me. Right. And that's what I was doing. Mm. I was waiting for someone to come find me and say, tag, you're it. It's mm. your turn. Tag, you're it. You know, we got you. We found you. We see you. I was waiting on that, but God saw me. Yeah. I always tell people that there was a switch at 28 for me mm. when I first started coming out of hiding. And the Lord gives me a word for each of my birthdays. And that year, the word was simply, you know, beautiful. Mm. And it was based off of Ecclesiastes three eleven. He's made everything beautiful in its own time. Mm. And look at the time. Yeah. Right. And so my time had come where the Lord wanted me to realize something about myself. Right. And walk in it. And when I did it, I no longer was waiting for someone to tell me it was something that I believed. Mm. And I think that's the thing about hiding. It's the getting out of your spot and realize, oh, I don't need anybody to find me. I've been found. Mm. Like, I'm not hiding anymore because I've been found. Yeah. And not only have I been found, the more, the more I find God, the more I find myself in him. And the more I can continue to go deeper, the Bible says deep calleth unto deep, right? And the more I allow myself to be found by God. Mm. And so it's it's an ever-growing journey that is now based upon the opinion of the creator and not the opinions of the people around me. And so I Mm. find freedom in that, in that (laughs) freedom for the freedom series. Come on. I find freedom in that because I've unlearned Waiting to be found. Yeah, I I finally figured out that I was I was created with things that were already in me that were all that God had founded. Like He had, He's already discovered. That's right, right. He's already, and all I'm doing is uncovering all the good stuff that He put in there. And so it's a freedom that what became. Kind of like a, a troublesome journey became an adventure mm. of finding myself in God.
0: Wow. And so that's
1: what helps me to come out of hiding is believing what God showed me.
0: So take these last couple minutes and talk to somebody who is having trouble believing that they're worth. Um, going on this journey of discovering themselves.
1: Listen, let me tell you something. I know that everyone struggles with insecurities. I know that there are things in each of us that we feel are not good enough, but I need you to stop right now. The thing that changed my life was God told me to write 10 things that I loved about myself. Mm -hmm. At the time, I could only write three. I need you every day to get up and write something that you found about yourself that came from the creator. And I want you to start believing in that thing and start articulating, saying it out loud. God created me to be a teacher. If you're struggling to pass an exam, if you're struggling to pass some some certification test, if you're struggling to get into that school or to get into that next place of destiny, I need you to tell yourself, literally say it outside of your mouth, God created me to do great things. Mm. God created me. I don't have to find it. It's in me. Mm. I just have to allow God to uncover Mm. it and ask God every day to uncover something new about you that you can live into because the the thing about insecurity is the only reason it's insecure is because we haven't found its placement. When you're doing a puzzle the only Mm. reason why a piece may feel insecure is because it hasn't been put into the puzzle yet. It hasn't found its place. Ask God the things that you feel insecure about. Ask him, God, where do I place this? Because every single thing that you were born into this earth with has a purpose. Everything that God sent you into the world with has a purpose. And there is a place for it in his kingdom and in his glory. Mm. And I want you to take courage in that and be encouraged by the fact that even the things that I haven't yet found a place for, there's a glory in it. Mm. There's a there's a there's a light that once I put it in place will be shined for someone else to see. And that I'm important enough that God would take this moment to speak to me that those good things would be seen by others. You're impactful, you're created for purpose, and you are indeed somebody that needs to be found in the earth because your light needs to be seen.
0: It's Freedom Friday, people. It's Freedom Friday. My Lord. Go ahead and get free. Let's Go ahead and get free. Um, Queda. My homie yes thanks for thanks for coming on freedom Fridays man listen
1: I'm so proud of Ruth Abigail and everything she's doing out here I'm so encouraged by all of the great people who have been on here and the fact that she would let me come and grace the presence of her listeners I'm just oh
0: Lord so so she's headed. She's she's headed to the airport. So we didn't have time to do this. Uh, to do the camera version of this, the video version of this. So all that extra you she just had in her voice, you didn't see what I saw. Yeah, my friend is extra. Um, I'm living in it. I'm yeah. found. Oh boy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, y'all. Well. Um, Thanks again for listening to Freedom Fridays. We will be back. Um, and until then, uh, just continue to unlearn and continue to get more free. Peace. Bye. Thank you once again for listening to the Unlearned Podcast. We would love to hear your comments and your feedback about the episode. Feel free to follow us on Facebook and Instagram and to let us know what you think. We're looking forward to the next time when we are able to unlearn together to move forward towards freedom. See you then.